Hi everyone, welcome. This is Lighter Life. I'm Ifeolua Abigudi. I'm especially welcoming us into the month of June and I pray God will go on with us. His presence will abide with us and receive His favor all true in Jesus' name. Amen. Throughout this month of June, our focus, general focus for the month, I mean the theme is God delivers and restores. As we'll be thinking these lessons all through different verse, uh, chapters of the book of Isaiah, I pray that the Lord will come true for us, making us see His power of deliverance, and we will live on trusting Him and believing in His restoration in Jesus' name. Amen. Sunday being June 5, 2022, the topic is God foretells destruction. God foretells destruction, and that is taken from the book of Isaiah, chapter 47, verse 10 to 15. Isaiah 47, 10 to 15. Yes, one very obvious thing, very common, is that people, when and nations, when they have an opportunity to be ahead, when they have an opportunity to be able to amass some potential, some grace and capacity. There is always this tendency of pride and arrogance. And aside that, much to it is the fact that these people depend so much on themselves, on whatever they are able to do and could achieve. But the word of God is coming today with an example of the nation of Babylon and liking so well to which we can liken so well to some nations of the world as great and powerful nations, and which we can as well liken to individuals who by opportunity, by maybe strength of hard work, or whatever may be, have been able to reach some ladders and heights in life. This world is coming today to everyone, and most especially with the consciousness of the fact that what before Babylon shouldn't end up becoming the same experience of these people that may be in the similar category. And that is why I say the lesson is coming today for everyone, but most especially nations, Christians and believers, people whom God has granted grace to, but are not conscious of the fact that it is God, but rather have been so carried away by their strength and by their ability this is god's word to us and in the word of god today the picture of babylon to all his atrocities to all his arrogance and strength as portrayed leaving god out of it or seeing themselves in all the strength is portrayed today with it with with a young woman and as a young woman who has been reduced to slavery and right now being under abuse by his captor. I want to see how God is sending his word to us. And I pray, which I know by his power, that he will bring his word expressly and anew to us. And it will help us to make redress where necessary in the name of Jesus. Quickly to our golden text, which is taken from Isaiah 47 verse 15. It reads us, That is all they can do for you. This you have labored with, and trafficked with since childhood. 
Each of them goes on in his error. There is not one that can save you. Let us pray. Father, we acknowledge that you are the only Savior and Redeemer. And of this understanding, we have come even to learn at your feet. The Lord Jesus, you will open your word to us and you will not at any time lose this consciousness that you are the only Savior. Father, we pray that we will trust not in anything but you always in the name of Jesus. Help us to know this, help us to see this and rely on you always in the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Our lesson is in two parts, and we go quickly to the first part of the lesson, which says the power of charms condemned. The power of charms condemned, that is taken from Isaiah 47, verse, oh, sorry, the first part of the lesson says pride and arrogance condemned. Pride and arrogance condemned, and that is taken from Isaiah 47, 10 to 11. Isaiah 47, 10 to 11, I would love that we read that part. Here God was able to make a, a prediction and a verdict already, resolving in his heart towards all the atrocities and deeds of uh, the people of Babylon. And in all of this, what was so strong is what was expressed in verse 1 of this chapter, where the Lord was making it clear, the word of God was making it clear through prophet Isaiah that they will be made slaves and no longer will they be called virgin daughters. No longer would they be a treasure woman, you know, young woman, but rather they will be humiliated, humiliated to the point that their pride and arrogance that they have put up will become nothing again. And this is what would be the situation as God is bringing symbolically, liking the deeds of the Babylons to this young virgin daughters the word of god specifically from verse 10 to verse 11 was making a clear expression of something verse 10 was clearly expressing all that has been done by this set of people their evil deeds why is god making a verdict of judgment why would they be why would they be relegated this way and verse 11 is also bringing to us God's judgment. Verse 10, clearly, what are those deeds? It is clear from it that they trusted in their wickedness. They have relied so much on, on, on all that they do that they have not even been able to see that there is a need for them to be fearful and be conscious of the fact that there is an impending doom or destruction that comes from every evil consequences of actions. And also, they have gone astray by their wisdom and knowledge. They depended solely on no other thing but magical powers and charms. It is also clear from that same verse that they have been able to assume the position of God as they were able to say clearly, even from that verse 10, uh, that the fact that they are the only one as they see themselves as God. In all of this, the word of God is coming predicting judgment. And the judgment of God is that there will be disaster, there will be ruin. And this is coming upon them. And all their magic, their wisdom, the Lord is going to make it to, to be put to stop. It will not even be able to stop God's judgment upon them. And in view of this, this 
is what the Lord is trying to say to us. The nation of Babylon had believed in magic and had believed so much in charm. They have trusted in idols, in astrologers, in sorcerers, and these were the life they've been living. And if we have to look at it, to the present nations, we discover that this is not even far away from us. If we have to look at some lies of individuals, we discovered also that people are still perpetrating all of these evil and wickedness. People are filled with pride and arrogance. The word of God is coming today as, the, as, as God first is exposing the evil deeds of these people. Similarly, is all our ways known to the Lord. Nothing is hidden from him. And this consciousness is what we should all bring to ourselves. That if we have, con- if we continue in our ways, and if we keep going in all that we do, surely the God that sees all and knows all and detests evil would never be quiet. And that is why the judgment of God was predicted and made clear about them. One thing that is also much present, which we can begin to look at as related from these Babylons to nations and individuals, is that they feel self-sufficient. Are you also in the same way feeling so self-sufficient by whatever you've been able to achieve or have around you? And then you don't see a need for God or a need for his help. They were manipulative. As they were manipulating people, they were manipulating events. Similarly, they were practicing all kinds of evil and wickedness. And this is all that we see even present in our world. People do not mind just for their own self-gain. Whatever they will have to do, they don't care. They keep on in evil deeds. And also, people are less concerned. They are less concerned of the consequences of their actions. This is also happening to us. This is happening in this world. This is happening to people. But the Lord is waking us up. And that is one thing we must understand that the book of Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 3 is also making clear that destruction awaits those who despise God. And another thing which the Lord is bringing is that this prophecy is also for us as Christians, believers of today, that we should avoid rebellion. We should avoid pride, we should avoid idolatry and arrogance, blasphemy against God. All of these things shouldn't be found with us. And we should clearly know that God resists the proud, but he exalts the humble. He gives grace to the humble. The book of James chapter 4 verse 6 makes this clear. We should also be aware that we will be accountable to God because God is over all. Nothing is hidden from God. So we should know absolutely that we must put our trust in nothing else, not even ourselves, but in God alone. There's this popular song that says, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we remember the name of our God. His name is Jesus, J-E-S-U-S, the name given above all names. The holy names that can save, the holy name is the name of Jesus Christ. Let's keep trusting in him. We go to the last part of our list is the says the power of charms condemn, and that is from Isaiah chapter 4, 46, 47, verse 12 to 15. And how was this condemned? The Lord make 
prophet Isaiah to challenge them. And he was able to make it clear that there is ineffectiveness. With all of this, they are trusting idols. They are nothing. They are taking them nowhere. And this is what we also as believers must understand. That when we trust in things that are made, when we trust in people, we are only deceiving ourselves. The only person that has been given and the only power that has been given to save is Jesus. He is only God that we have to trust and to rely on at every time. And one thing we must understand about all of these powers, charms, and idols is that they fail, they confuse, and they weary even people. They make them tired. They bring fear. They bring destruction. But for everyone who put their trust in God, their strength will be renewed. For everyone who put their trust in God, they will never be disappointed. The book of Psalm. 91 has made it all clear to us and which we must know that those who dwell, he who dwells in the secret place of the Most High will rest under the shadow of the Almighty. Let's keep trusting in the Lord. Let's keep believing and let us know that God's verdict is there. Verse 14 was able to make that clear. They said they will be like a rebel. They will stumble. They will be broken down and they will be consumed by fire and nothing again will be traceable to them. They will lose themselves and they will lose all things. What is it that we are putting our trust in? It will not last us. It is not sufficient. But our sufficiency must be in God. And this is the end of our lesson. Let's trust in God. Let's desist from evil and wickedness. Let's know that God is a just God. And He will give judgment to everyone. I pray that as we live on this world, even no matter how perverse it is, as Christians will live to trust in the Lord, will believe in His power, and no matter what it is that we have been able to achieve, it will not be so full in our hands that it will cover our face from the reality that God is above all. I pray we will receive strength always to be humble and never to be rebellious in Jesus' name. I'm wishing us a glorious service ahead of Sunday. Bye, everyone. Let's believe in God and keep trusting in Him.